You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. For a complete list of episodes, visit pdxpod.com or find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Remember to like, share and subscribe. Portland, are you ready to have some fun? Woo! You're going to love the next speaker then. <sighs> That's Stephen Green. For now, you're stuck with me, and uh, we're going to have an unexpected conversation. A featured speaker at TEDx Portland 2017, Stephen's presentation, Cheat More, communicates the benefits of shopping locally. Is a sample. Now, small is the last word you wanted to hear today. After all, Ted's about great, gigantic ideas that have the ability to cure cancer, end world hunger, or make you laugh until you wet your pants. <laughs> From people with a bunch of letters after their names. I'm not that speaker. And you know what? Big is overrated, small is doable. People don't make small goals. They dream big, but the work, the work is small. My name is Gregory Day. You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. Make sure to visit our website with over 50 archived episodes with Portlanders, TED speakers, and industry leaders. So we met with Stephen shortly before he took to the TED stage. Let's listen in. Stephen Green, how are you doing? You pumped? Uh, living the dream. Yes. Yeah. Excited, scared, all balled <laughs> into one. Yeah. Excited and scared. Yep. You know, you're man enough to admit it. I love it. Yeah. Fear's a very real motivating thing. That's energy. Exactly. So you're preparing your talk. You, you prepared your talk. You've yeah. rewritten it. How's that? Uh, How's did that not going? rewrite it, actually. No. Uh, my experience. Uh, my coach uh, had a very, very... Um, creative process for how to put my talk together and that did not include writing down a very linear talk Um, we talked about ideas we talked about what the big idea was catchphrases stories content um, visuals and we made a storyboard with dozens of (laughs) post-it notes that you could move from front to back yeah it was awesome it was uh it was an awesome process so I, i really after moving those post-it notes up and down, left and right, um, when you looked at the ones we pulled off and the ones we left on, you had the the body of the speech. So, so it sort of organically came together that way. It was a lot of work. Um, you know, by nature, I'm a I'm a very uh, I'm a linear, non-creative guy. I'm an economist yeah, by that, training. Yeah, uh, finance, financial background. Yeah, so uh, problem solver, and so this was a opportunity to stretch some muscles I didn't know I had. Um, and you know, my coach was really focused on the first thing I did was watch a hundred Ted talks. 100, 100. I, th- I actually, by now, I think I'm about 270, 275 as far as the number of Ted talks I've watched since January 1st. And what have you gotten from that? Uh, from that was open in- with a joke. Uh, not necessarily. No. Quick editor's note here. Steve did open with a joke. So I called it. You know, I've watched a lot of TED Talks, too, and the best 
always open up with a joke. So great job, Steve. It's, I think, this this duality between content and energy and um, the talks that I love, people get their energy right. So, yeah. you know, if you're great on energy and average on content, I think people respond to that a lot more as opposed it's to true. It's there's some so talks true. where it's like, man, that guy just cured cancer. But I'm not really feeling it. He's just he's he's just been kind of flatlining through the whole thing, and so um, as I watch more and more talks, it's it's really it's it's how you deliver it, and not necessarily the the gems that you say. From my standpoint, sounds like you could be a TED coach now. Hey, this is it's working for me. Got That's it. All I can yeah, you got for. it down. Yeah. I'm Blatino. Give it a second, it'll come to you. <laughs> An economist and a recovering banker. Basically, I could never be on the show Portlandia. <laughs> Portland's a small business town, home to a nonprofit brew pub, a professional snuggler, and where, <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. And where berries, barbecue, and baked beans are a flavor of ice cream. I want to talk about Town Squared yes, and your role with Town Squared. Yeah, yeah. So uh, after finishing a stint doing venture capital, hooked up with these amazing guys that were doing tech for good. Um, so it's a technology company. We're based out of San Francisco, and we provide a, a platform for small business owners, the mom pa businesses of the world, to be able to talk to one another, support one another, ask questions, um, and connect hyper-locally in specific neighborhoods, um, but also talk to one another citywide. You know? So I always say being an entrepreneur means you're smart enough to know something's a good idea, but dumb enough not to say no. Um, and so, you know, you, you put a bunch of folks that are on that journey together on a platform and there's trust. Say there. Yes. Yeah. Is well, really the key. there's trust there and there's perseverance. I mean, I think a lot of people give up too early and if they just stayed with it another month or whatever, they would have hit that, that breaking point. I also want to talk about Pitch Black. Yes, sir. This is yes, sir. a competition that, that yeah. you started. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. tell us more. Being the numbers guy that I am, I uh, looked at the, the demographics and how they've changed in the, the city of Portland from the U.S. Census Bureau, and I noticed in 2012 um, we've got a dramatically increasing number of black entrepreneurs here. But when you go to startup events— Just talking and, about dead stock coming in here. Right. So Deadstock, you know, we've got, you know, a lot more black businesses than people assume. And so um, I knew that reality was there. Um, but I also knew that we had this growing ecosystem around um, mainstream entrepreneurship and they never really overlapped. And so Shark Tank was really popular at the time. I know finance, venture capital and stuff. And I was like, well, well what would I do to get these two groups in a room together? Well, let's, let's do a pitch event. Well, how do you change a pitch event? Well, instead of some stuffy guys and gals that are picking things apart, what if the audience chose the winner? Uh, and so Pitch Black was born interesting, right there. Interesting way to yeah. approach it. Yeah, and so all the, all the people that attend the event, um, 100% of the ticket sales go to the pot for the winners. And then the audience gets little dots, and they put their dots on the people they want to see win. And then the three winners split the money. Um, we've done it twice in Portland now. We've done it in... Uh, 
Austin, Texas, and then um, this year we'll be we'll be you know spreading the love to some other places across the country. I'm really excited about it. When you buy your morning mocha at Starbucks, roughly 10 cents of each dollar stays in town. The rest goes off to other parts of the country and world. But when you buy that same mocha at a local coffee shop, like Deadstock Coffee, almost 50 cents of each dollar stays in town, going to a marketing consultant, bookkeeper, or architect. Now, you're not a douchebag if you shop at Starbucks. Now, the theme of this year's event is Spectrum. What do you, what do you take from that? Uh, you know, a spectrum to me is, is, is things you know potentially exist, but you don't see them. And so, you know, for my talk, it, it's going to be, I'm going to be talking about some things that, that exist, but we don't necessarily see them or we're not necessarily looking for them. Sounds very profound. Probably not. It's coming from me. So <laughs> I got two brain cells and they, they generally fight with one another. Anything you'd like to say out there to the, to the folks that are going to be going to be either at TEDx or going to watch it on streaming? Man, honored, blessed to be part of this opportunity. I've grown so much. I've made some new amazing relationships. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the day and sharing it with uh, all the homies and my family. My buddy Neil's a bodybuilder. He's a great big guy. And every day he loves to post his meals on Instagram. And normally they're bland and nothing you'd write to the Food Network about. But every so often he has a cheat day. And I'm talking two large pizzas with a milkshake chaser cheat day. I want to challenge you to have a cheat day, week, or month. Cheat on Amazon and buy the bedazzled Snuggie from a locally owned store. (laughs) Cheat on Walmart and buy your groceries from a local grocer who more than likely knows the name of the person that grew the carrots that you bought. Or cheat on your Starbucks barista every Thursday and discover a mind-blowing mocha at a sneaker-themed coffee shop. Because... When you invest small, you invest in the well-being of the community. And when you invest in the well-being of the community, you ultimately invest in your own health and strengthening the fabric of your city. You have more power than you know. Your small contribution is big. Stephen Green, thank you so much. And thank you for listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast at pdxpodcast.com. My name is Gregory Day. We will see you next week. Please join me. Why?